think than um, anybody I can put a name to to promote our sport. The archer who owns all the world records, John Demmer III. You know, the more difficult a thing is, the more important the mental game becomes. I, I didn't eat any supper yet either. How about you guys? Did you guys eat yet? I didn't eat Oh, that. you know, uh, I, I have some crunch berries. Oh, yeah. Grayson Parlow. It's like me taking three or four years off your eye. Welcome back to the Bearable Project, everyone. Uh, this is a, a pretty cool episode. We are pretty lucky to have this guy here. And if you don't know who he is, Lanny Bassam from Mental Management Systems. I have taken these courses through USA Archery, through my level four certification. Well, a couple, I guess, level three and level four, if I, if I recall. Um, I know uh, my, I think my educational background when it comes to what Lanny is teaching uh, comes through Tom Hinoja. You know who that is, right, Lanny? He, uh, uh-huh. he was the first person that kind of introduced me to all of this amazing stuff that you teach. Um, and you know, you've, you've got quite the history with archery, but not just archery. And I love for you to talk about it today and, and, and get into the mental management side of what we in the barebow world, especially, um, struggle with, I think in, in maybe ways that are a little bit more significant than what we see in some of our other disciplines, um, just because of the sheer difficulty of shooting barebow, um, So how'd you get started into this mental management stuff? And, you know, it's really developed into an amazing piece for the archery community. Um, And let's, let's just lead the conversation from there, Lanny. Okay, sure. Uh, Well, how I got involved in the mental game was uh, basically, I think I started shooting the way most people do, uh, focusing totally on form, Uh, you know, learn, learn as much as you can about the sport and practice as much as you can. And, and you're working strictly on form and not thinking at all about the mental game at all. And uh, that worked for me for a long time. Uh, I was able to uh, uh, go to college on a scholarship uh, for shooting. I was able to uh, be picked up by the army uh, shooting team uh, for rifle. And uh, I was on the, uh, I managed to get in the top four, at the army marksmanship unit, which is, was, was not no small feat being as how the United States dominated Olympic rifle shooting, uh, during my years. And, uh, the, uh, all of our medalists were at the, Ar- were at the army marksmanship unit. And, uh, so I made, managed to get into the top four just by, by working really hard and, and learning how to shoot, but I wasn't winning anything. And I didn't really know why. And I, I would shoot great in practice. I'd get in a tournament. Even when I shoot, shot great in a tournament, uh, my, my teammates were all gun gods. I mean, they all had world titles. They all had Olympic, Olympic medals. And, and uh, they would always, one of those guys would always take me out, you know, and I, I was tired of not winning. I, I was just really tired. <laughs> and so uh, finally, uh, it came to head at the Olympics in 1972. I managed to make an Olympic team. They take the top two shooters in, uh, for each country uh, to the Olympics. And so um, 
done like archery, which takes three. I'm not better about that, but, uh, uh, you know, and you've got more events and, but, uh, no, you have a team event now you have a tandem event, which is really cool. But, uh, uh, anyway, uh, I got in the Olympics and, um, uh, I just couldn't handle the pressure at the beginning of the Olympics. And I, and I, and I, uh, dropped so many points that I didn't think I had a chance to medal because I hadn't shot a score that low in uh, months or maybe maybe a year and I said that's not gonna and and so so I was down a bunch and then uh, so I I decided the last half I you know it didn't I didn't care (laughs) I mean not that I I was diligent about following my 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 process and all that kind of stuff what I what little I had at that point at that time but I ended up shooting really really well because there really wasn't any pressure on me at, at that point because i I was uh, out of out of the mix, and my teammate wins the gold medal, and uh, he doesn't choke. I did, but uh, he doesn't. And um, but I come home with a silver medal, and I, I mean they gave me a silver medal. I really didn't feel like I earned a silver medal. I didn't have a good score to win a silver medal, but uh, but I got one. And uh, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I, uh, a silver medal is great thing. You know, I'm, it's ten times better than a bronze. And it's a hundred times better than no metal at all. But, uh, but my way, my way of thinking, I'm tired of taking silver or not winning, you know? And so I'm, I've got to fix the thing that's broken. And, and it was the mental game. And so uh, I, I decided that, that the first place I was going to go was uh, sports psychology was kind of in its infancy at that point. And uh, so I, I really didn't get much out of sports psychology. I mean, the the information that they had to share was not about winning. It was about dealing with what was happening to you. I mean, I actually had a sports psychologist tell me that if I worked with him for a while, that he would get me okay with being number two in the world. And I thought, oh, that's not exactly what I want to hear. You know, I want to know how to win. So I, I, I thought that who are the winners? Maybe they know. Well, I knew that uh, some Olympic gold medalists in other sports, and um, so I would just call them on the phone and say, I'm an Olympic silver medalist. I, uh, I, I need your help. And uh, what do you know about the mental game? And so I spent about two years on the phone at night talking to world champions and Olympic uh, gold medalists. And when you're a silver medalist in Olympics, you have a little bit of leverage to get people to talk to you. And, uh, and I saw, started to see a pattern in the comments that I was getting from the people that were doing all the winning. And, and I created a system out of it. And the first opportunity I had to, to see if it would work was the World Shooting Championships in 1974. And um, I ended up winning three individual world titles and uh, 15 medals total. Uh, eight gold medals i just came out of there oh this is different (laughs) about this this is good and then two years later went um, made the olympic team and was first at the tryout uh i'm favored to win and i go into montreal and uh, win the gold medal and then we have the world championships every four years in shooting and so uh, two years later we have the world championships again i win the world championships again and and uh, so all, there was a, bis- a game changer for me to have a mental, uh, to learn about the mental game. 
and uh, and and the information that I had uh, would be applicable for anybody, especially a person who is in a a proactive sport. A proactive sport is like like some sports are both proactive and reactive, like. Um, uh, basketball is both proactive and reactive. When you shoot a free throw, it's proactive element. Uh, when when the ball's in play, it's reactive. So you can't run a mental program in a, in a when the ball's in play. But for a, for a free throw, you can, or a penalty kick, or a, a field goal. I mean, you know, the, a, a throw a pitch, or, or or shoot an arrow, and you know, it's 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 a it's a a proactive element. There's repetition there. There's uh, and and I and I realized that that uh, I didn't have any training until I first started uh, searching this out about what you're supposed to think about. I mean, we, everybody talks about a routine, which is what you're physically doing, but very few people talk about what you're supposed to think about while you're doing that. And so I decided that hmm, I think I'm I think I'm on on to something here. Uh, I I really believe that. Uh, I can develop something that would be helpful to other people. So we started the company. And uh, uh, actually, when I, I started out working with Olympic athletes, and, and, uh, um, and one of the areas that was interesting to me was archery. And so way back, years and years, many, many, many years ago, uh, I started working a little bit with the uh, – uh, the national team. And uh, so we've had a long relationship over the years. As, I mean, I've been doing this for like 44 years. So, uh, you know, it, it's uh, um, most of the people that I, when I, when I throw a name out there, some, some people know who, who, it, who it is, or, or you know, Jay bars or, or, or uh, uh, Daryl Pace or people like that, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be, old to know who these guys are but 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 they're they're worth knowing because they're all they're, they're both those guys are olympic champions and, and so um uh and i'm not responsible for their 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 medals at all i'm just I just but those are the kind of people that um i wanted to be and and and, and uh so the information that we have have uh, worked through is 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 always been of interest to to us to work with archers, uh, and then uh, we started working with with Brady Ellison when he was uh, a, a very young archer, and uh, um, and we've been working with him for a long time, and he he runs our program really well, and uh, so we, we we had a chance to work with Casey this year before she went to to the Olympics. And uh, I, I just heard that she won a, a silver medal in the world championships. That's great. And yep. uh, we're so proud of her. And, uh, you know, America has produced uh, some, some stellar athletes in, 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 in some, some of the, we've had a chance to work with some of them. And so uh, uh, as, as far as working with, with barrel shooters, we haven't really, gotten into that market but it's exciting to me to know that that's a market that's growing and and it's also interesting to me about the comment that you made to me earlier about that it's more difficult you know the more difficult a thing is the more important the mental game becomes 
because uh, you make a, a, a mistake in something where you have a lot of control. Like, uh, for, for example, in, in rifle shooting, we shoot three positions. We shoot prone, standing, and kneeling. And the, the, the event that I won the Olympics in, I mean, I've I shot a lot of different kind of sports, rifle sports. But the sport that I won the Olympics in and uh, won, also won the world championships in that event, it's, it's prone, standing, and kneeling. Well, prone, you have a lot of stability help. You're, you're, you're laying down, you've got a sling on your arm. I mean, you can, you can, I can teach anybody to hold ten ring prone, you know? And so, so the big deal of prone is, uh, uh, to, to, to be able to read the wind better than anybody else. And, uh, so, so, but you, you can make a mental error and, um, it gets still cost you big time. If you, if you make, if you shoot at the wrong time, or if you, uh, you make a decision about when to shoot, but but there's a it's a big difference when you go to something that's a lot more difficult, and that's standing, because now standing we're shooting at a ten ring the size of an eraser on a pencil fifty meters away. Well, you guys know what fifty meters looks like, and 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 uh, but your ten ring, you know, is bigger. But but we don't have a lot of as much support so so what happens is that the the care that you take to your mental process because it's more difficult standing is more difficult than, than prone then you, you realize that uh it's going to cost you more it's going to it's going to give you more points so, so anytime you introduce a difficulty into a sport like you know you take away the clicker you take away the sights you take away uh you know the 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 the, the the wheels and the cams and all that kind of stuff. And you, you take away all this stuff, you know, and now you're, you know, it's just you, the bow and your brain or your mind. What's, what's, what's going on with that. And so if one of those let, lets you down, uh, it costs you a bunch. So, so it's, um, it, it's, it's a concept that we're, we're not unfamiliar with. Yeah. And we have had a long and good association with uh, USA Archery, where I kind of, if you, I don't think there is such a thing as an official mental trainers for USA Archery, but uh, if there, if there is one, we're, we're, we're ahead of anybody else that thinks that they are even close to us. And, uh, and, and I'm very proud to be a part of uh, the fact that that's where we're, USA Archery goes for mental for the mental game, and uh, being able to work with the national team uh, when we're asked to do that, and uh, uh, being able to have Brady in our in our barn, to, so to speak, and Casey, and and, and uh, it, it's it's wonderful to be able to to be. You, you guys have been great to us. I mean, the the the, the archery community is a Archery is a sport that uh, it has a wide range of people that enjoy it. Everything from recreational archery, which is growing, uh, archery after school programs, uh, junior, everything from uh, junior Olympic all the way up to uh, you can go to the Olympics in archery. So, I mean, it's, it's, the world championships, there's everything that you were looking for. Archery's got it. It's not so expensive that it, it keeps a large number of people out. 
but it's it's so difficult to get really good at it that it keeps you it keeps you you never master this and uh and so it's uh, it's a really cool sport yeah just we're to, happy to, be there. To, to go back and uh, talk about what we talked about earlier i was just mentioning how like in barebow because we don't have the advantages of the equipment um such as shooting a release aid with uh, back tension or or thumb button with let off and a clicker and stuff like that, that, you know, in barebow, the mental game is definitely um, invited in more by competitors. A lot of people out there to shoot really good archery and, but they're shooting with all of these aids and in barebow, we, we are, we don't have those aids. So we really need to be in tune with our bodies, the positions of our bodies and we need to have those things in the foref- forefront of our mind ahead of anything that's happening in the future and then, and anything that's happened in the past. And, you know, and you're, you know, uh, with the growth of the barebow community, uh, which is just astronomical, having resources uh, and maybe even discussing a little bit with you, maybe, maybe we do a couple episodes and we talk, you know, into into the 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 deeper darker side of of barebow but the thing like you're talking about those three positions and shooting rifles it's sort of the comparison like in my mind this is where my brain goes shooting um a rifle or is like or shooting prone is not kind of like sort of like shooting compound open shooting on your knee one knee is sort of like olympic recurve shooting um freehand standing standing up is like a bare bow and when it comes to like difficulty just like you know kind of saying you know we we get a lot of flack because we're a little bit more um laid back when it comes to competition and we're a little bit less serious but we're still we're still serious and competitive but we we really have to focus on not letting a an errant arrow bother us because it's going to happen in barebow. I think that's where the difference is because in, in recurve or in compound, you have like one errant arrow and your score from the podium normally, not always, and it doesn't have to be, but you, a lot of people just, they shut down after that. Oh, my day's over. I'm not going to, I'm not going to win, you know, and in barebow, we deal with that a little bit differently, I think, because it can happen to anyone. Like if anybody, any discipline has accepted that it can happen, barebow's it. Um, so let's so let's kind of unhinge mental management systems and and you know you you could just do like a synopsis of it because you, you can't give away the farm. But well, you know, okay. So so basically, when when anybody makes the decision normally here's what normally happens with people it doesn't matter what sport it is here's what normally happens with is they normally go through the pretty much the same steps that i went through you know when you when you're first introduced to something you like doing you know it's oh this is fun you know i i could do this you know and 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 uh uh so i think that people start out with a recreational idea that I'm going to give this a try. And then they get, they go to competitions and, and now it's not recreation anymore. It's, 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 uh, they, they want to do better. 
And most folks take a lesson in, in how to shoot or they watch videos or they, uh, if they're so fortunate enough to have somebody who's, who can coach them. And I encourage everybody that, uh, uh, don't, 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 don't be coached by a rookie and that that's you, uh, <laughs> when you're a beginner, when you're a, a, a when you're a rookie, you're coaching you and actually everybody, every, uh, athlete is self-coached to most of the time. But, yeah. but, uh, if you can find somebody that really is, uh, capable of helping you take advantage of it because it can save you a lot of time, a lot of, a lot of energy and a lot of effort. So what happens is that, that at some point along the journey, though, you're going to realize that, that your, your practice scores are so much better than your tournament scores or your tournament scores are inconsistent. And you're going to realize that, that, wait a minute, I'm setting up the same way. I'm drawing the same way. I'm, I'm doing I'm, physically, I'm doing everything the same way, but I'm not getting the same results. I'm not getting what I want. And you get very frustrated and you start figuring it out that this has got to be, I don't have a consistent mental game. And so, so everybody kind of goes through something similar to that. Now, some people are, are if, if they come from another sport, into this sport they've already figured that out in the sport that they were currently doing and so so they come into to to the sport i love to to have people the two kinds of people I, I, i like to coach the most are the people who have been successful in something else it doesn't have to be sport it could be business it could be anything you know but they they take up a sport like archery they take it up and they want to be really good at it from the very beginning and and they don't have a long history of failing at it and so that, what that what that's good about coaching them is that you're starting with a clean slate. They haven't made mental errors for a long period of time and have those errors embedded in them. They can now we can start telling them, okay, here's what you should do, and from the very beginning, and and they don't have the problems that people that have been shooting for a long time, uh, and those those. Uh, uh, errors are embedded in them and it's harder to dislodge that, that doesn't mean that we can't help somebody do that but it's easier as a coach to work with somebody that's that's uh that, ha- that hasn't been shooting a long time and then uh the, the other group that that's that's also true about is youth because because young young shooters don't come in with embedded error and so this is the reason why good, really good, high-quality training early on can save you years to get to, to, to winning levels. And you, you see that happen with our youth in, in almost all sports. Uh, young guys have young eyes, young skills. They, they, oh, yeah. they, they just accelerate. You know, and uh, some of us old guys, uh, we'll never, we can't catch up. You know, I talk, listen, I, I don't want to cut you off, but there's kids, there's young 20 something, even late teens shooters coming through Barabelle and they're like they're and they're finding success much earlier, right. Than the rest of us have. And I've said to multiple people and I've said it to them, I'm like, listen, you should be the one that leads the charge. You don't have any kids. You don't have any responsibility. You might have a job. You don't have the stress that everybody else has take advantage of it and, and hone in those skills now while you don't have those other things going on in your life and, and, and make it um, part of, 
of your success now because take advantage of it because the rest of us didn't <laughs> and and we know better now so learn from our mistakes and go get the coaching get the mental management help et cetera, et cetera. do it now because then your future is just going to be so much brighter but anyways go ahead sorry about that just- well no that's that that's that's true and and so they they come to us in, in various ways i mean i'm I was on the phone before this uh, this session with an individual that um, they just got started, and and uh, uh, he and his wife were they they're very competitive folks, and from in business they've got successful business ventures, and they they just don't they just don't want to they don't want to take any more time than than is than is absolutely necessary to 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 be competitive in in, in sport, and uh, and so they. They come to us and so they say, "Well, you know, give me a little bit of an overview of what you what you do." Well, here's here's what we do here at Mental Management. Is uh, I believe that what shooters really want to know is what I wanted to know in 1972. Is they want to know what's the information that I, that is really essential for me to know that the winners know. And if I don't know it, I'm going to be beaten by the guys who know it. And 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 that's information in uh, you know in equipment, in 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 technique, in uh, reading wind, whatever it is. But it's also information in mental the mental side. I mean, what's the essential information that if I don't know that, I'm 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 going to be. Uh, I'm not going to be able to reach the the, the level that uh, that I could because I'm at, at a huge disadvantage to the people who do know it. So so the first thing that we try to do is to provide them with some essential information. That that that's 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 number number one. The second thing that they need and that I needed and that everybody needs is you need to to, to be able to run a mental process, uh, a mental system, because. There are a lot of variables in, in, in your sport. And anytime you have something that's a variable, you as opposed to a constant, it, it hampers your ability to be consistent. So how, how important is consistency in variable? Uh, it's everything. Oh, it's everything. It's everything. I mean, and and so what you're trying to do is you, you don't want anything that's that's a, va- that's a variable, and it's possible to, and we teach people how to do this. It's possible to have a consistent mental process. So, so it's what you're thinking about before, during, and after a shot, before, during, and after an end, before and after a tournament day. It's possible to create a a mental process that is consistent and have you run the same mental process every time. I guarantee you that's what Brady's doing. Yeah. And, 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 and he does it better than he does it better than I did it. So, so that was pretty good. So, so he's, he's, he's got it. He's got that down and that that's why, uh, he, he, why, why he's on the podium at the world championships. That's why he won, won the world championships. That's why he's got Olympic medals. It's because he runs as a, his, his mental process is not a variable. So, so the second big part of this is you need to develop a mental system, which is essentially what you should be thinking about while you're running your 
your your your your your routine, what you're physically doing. The third thing that you need to do is you need to to have a strategy to overcome the obstacles to winning. Like there are a lot of things, examples of where people are uh, have good training scores, but they go into a tournament and they turn into somebody else, or or they they. Uh, have a little bump in the road and it turns into a train wreck in a tournament you know and, yeah. well what causes that there's there's certain obstacles like like uh over trying overthinking fear uh a loss of focus thinking about outcome uh be, being worried about what other people say or do or, or and all all of those things that that have nothing to do with really the mental process or the routine it but it has everything to do with winning and yeah. so how do you build a self-image that, that you can protect yourself from those factors so that when you go into a big pr- high-pressure shoot, you're in control instead of being out of control? So, so those three steps are, are really what everybody's looking for. And so we package those in various ways. Like you could, if you wanted to, you could go to our website at... Uh, um, uh, or you can contact us at uh, mentalmanagement.com. But if you go to mentalmanagement.com, which is basically our store, we, we're in the process of, oh, we're always in the process of redoing our website. <laughs> but the, um, uh, but one of the, the new ways that we have of working with people, we haven't had this very long, is you can actually go take online courses now. And that came about is because of, uh, of covid so you can actually go in and we'll give you a link to where you can go into our online store and you can take a course in, in the fundamentals. You can take a course in the system. You can take a course in obstacles to winning and, and you can actually take another course in, in, in self-image and you can have bundle them together and save some money and things like that. And you can take those anytime you want. You know, it, it, they're always available and you can, you can take them multiple times and things like that. So, so that's one way that you can get it. The other way is that uh, several times a year, we do webinars where Troy, who's kind of our archery expert, uh, my son Troy has been with us for 15 years. He uh, actually breaks down those elements in multiple webinars so that it might be a three three webinar series or six webinar series whatever it is specifically to archery now the online courses are not sports specific but the the webinars are sports specific so when we run an archery webinar well then we're we're all examples that we're using are archery examples and uh, not necessarily barebow examples or compound or recurve examples, but but the middle middle game tends to be more similar than different in those various kinds of archery events. Then, um, uh, but if you want uh, us to make to make it even more uh, applicable to an individual, well, then we have courses where you can come here and we will teach you one-on-one and uh, we will actually narrow this down. Or if you could maybe do a combination where you do phone consultation with us and in, 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 in combination, in combination with whatever else you're, you're doing. So that's really how it works. And um, 
you know, if you're interested in knowing more, just, just send me an email, Lanny at mentalmanagement.com or go to mentalmanagement.com and, uh, and see uh, what, what we have to offer. Uh, you know, obviously with winning in mind has done really, really well uh, in terms of explaining uh, as, a, as, a, as a reference. Uh, we're paying a lot of attention these days to uh, parents, coaches, and, uh, and, and youth. And, uh, uh, and we even have a, a certified coach program. So if people are interested in, they kind of like to teach mental management for, for money. Well, we have, we have a, a, a certification program as well. So we're trying to cover it as best, as best we can. We can't do everything, but the things we can do, we're, we're hoping to do it well. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I don't know if many people really understand what services uh, mental management systems actually provides. Um, I became familiar with it, like I said, through coaching. And then um, we, I spoke to you and realized like, wow, there's a lot more out there that's available to people in the mental game within Barebow. It's just, it's something that more people pay attention to in that discipline, I think, um, than, than the vast majority and some others. You look at all the compound archers in all of America, and, 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 but all of compared to the barebow archers, the competitive, just take the percentage of the total amount, not, not in comparison, because there's so many compound shooters in America that don't even compete. So they don't even know that this stuff is available. But, you know, in, in barebow, like we're just so into all of it every ounce of it um because it's so hard it is just a difficult discipline to shoot and be successful with but you know having resources like what mental management provides is i mean if man if we could if we could build one around barebow in and of itself because it is so different um because the, like in we have found that the barebow shot in and of itself is different than Olympic recurve and compound, you know, there's, there's, there's some nuances to it that make it so much harder that we have started to unravel as the years have gone to say, this is why, you know, I don't know if you know, John Demmer, he's been a super, super influential into um, the Barebow project and the Barebow world in general, you know, and, and he's one of my good friends. And we talk often about how it's different and why, people are still struggling developing in the barebow because they're still teaching it like it's an Olympic recurve and it's not. And why that just, we're almost, um, sometimes we almost like we hurt ourselves because we refuse to think, Oh, there's, there's, there's another way to shoot. There's a different way to shoot. It's not about form. It's not about NTS. It's about the understanding of working with the bow in a different manner and not relying on a clicker or a draw check or, and why it changes the dynamic of the shot. So mentally we go into that with the confidence that, you know, it's anyways, that's, that's a whole other topic. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but it's, it's different. And I think we, we sometimes sabotage ourselves thinking mental game, mental game, mental game, but we haven't even developed just a ground level skill and they really can be built together in my opinion, but you know, you're the professional when it comes to that. So we can let you talk about that maybe a little bit. Well, I, I think that 
that USA Archery years ago uh, realized that uh, that it is uh, th that the mental game needs to be taught at the same time that that form is taught, and that's why they they, they, they asked asked us to develop a uh, uh, an online course specifically for um, the, the the various levels of certified coaches. For, uh, to, their certified coaches, which are your, your part of that program. And, uh, and so we, we provide and service that, that, that market where uh, coaches can go in and, and take online courses from us at, at a super reduce, reduced rates that, because they're, uh, we, we did this specifically for USA Archery, but um but what it's what it shows, and if just just to kind of put it in perspective, my personal opinion is that there's that there's two sports that are way ahead of everybody else, in in integrating the middle game with uh, with form, and and getting it out earlier rather than later, and archery is one of them, uh, and and so the the most sports. When you start talking to them about about uh, about mental game, do, do they have? Oh, they may have a the national governing Olympic national governing bodies may pay pay lip service to the mental game. Like I was at, uh, it's probably not true today, but but back uh, oh I don't know twenty years ago, I was uh, living in Colorado Springs, and uh, the Olympic Training Center was there. There's thirty four national governing bodies in Colorado Springs. And, uh, and, and of those 34 national governing bodies, and I went around and talked to all, all 34 of them. And I was working for USA Archery. Nancy Mark uh, hired me to come in and work with USA Archery. And, and I couldn't find anybody that had any external training on mental management. Now, there were two full-time sports psychologists at the Olympic Training Center, and they utilized those sports psychologists but you got 34 sports and two, two sports psychologists, and they're supposed to do all the mental training for 34 sports. Yeah, that's but, great. but when I went around to all those other, those, those other sports, they had, they, they didn't have any, they didn't have anybody like me that, that, that Nancy saw an a, 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 a important side of it. And so what I'm telling you is that uh, you should be proud of your sport because it has been much more adapted to, uh, to integrating the mental game in uh than than you might you might think and the fact that uh, uh that that they they would require um uh, their their certified coaches to to take some mental training is is uh places them way above every every everybody else even even golf where where you 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 have uh it's the biggest sport in the world. You know, you've got more money in golf. You've got, you've got the, the, the PGA, which is, uh, that's different than the PGA tour. The PGA is the professional golf instructor deal. Well, they, they have a ton of classes on how to hit a shot and how to coach it and all that kind of stuff. But there's, there's not anything, there's very little in there about a mental system for golf for the mill game. I mean, it, it's just not there. Now that doesn't mean that there's not articles on, on the, uh, the spectator magazines, you know, like golf digest and things like that, but it's, it's not, it's just not integrated. 
and you know, we have a whole division here that's, that works with nothing but, but golf, but it is um, just because it's such a big sport. But in my opinion, archery is, is ahead as a sport of, of all of those other sports. And the only other place that I see this happening uh, in, uh, is, is, in, is in martial arts. Uh, martial arts, uh, it, it, they, it's, it's kind of part of their culture right uh all, all all the way through and and uh they 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 don't run our program uh, not i mean I, we have some certified coaches that are, are martial arts guys but but it is a uh it's it's just a different culture there and uh, the the mental game and the, the the way that they approach stuff but but next to those guys or or, or maybe even above i don't know if it's how you would want to rank it but uh, archery and and shotgun is starting to go that way uh i've noticed in the last couple of years uh the the, the articles you can, it's hard to pick up a, a a shotgun magazine that does doesn't have an article in there about some some aspect of the mill game so so it's it's growing in awareness but it's not totally integrated into the coaching program and uh, we're trying to do something about that by trying to train coaches and we have coach coach training webinars and we have coach we have programs where the coaches can come here and and we can train them individually we we normally go to to the world archery festival and and have uh classes there that uh, uh not just for coaches but for, for shooters too if they want to attend them and so, so it's, it's our, uh, we, we kind of go where we're invited, <laughs> but, uh, um, uh, it's, it's all over, uh, all, all the sports. And the only, the only other thing I wanted to make sure that your audience knew is that, that, that every, every time you spend time on, um, on, on, on your sport or barrel, uh, you're probably you're you're going to be able to find something about yourself that you didn't know by competing in in a difficult sport and and you're going to find that the time that you spend and the investment that you make and the in the time and the and effort is probably going to find its way into helping you and other things that you're doing in your life it's it's a life skill uh part of your total education as a person and all of the things that you learn about the mental game are transferable over to anything else that you that that you might do and most of what you learn is transferable uh and and especially in competition uh, whether it's mental game or or not as because you are working in a in a trying to get better and to be able to to have something that causes you to focus for a short period of time on something and and see yourself by by your scores or your place on the leaderboard see what see some achievement uh growth there it's it's interesting well i i want to go back uh, a little bit just to to emphasize to those that watch this 
or listen to the audio version or watch the YouTube video, um, the edited one, and 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 go back to you saying and how important it is is to work on the mental game and the skill at the same time and how the two of them live in parallel worlds because your confidence in your ability to have a, the um, a what's the word um, I don't want to use efficient but a a strong and confident shot plays into your mental the mental management side of your of your whatever the thing is that you're doing um, and I don't a lot of times people dive into oh well I want to I want to they want to do mental management but they're still like way out of alignment they ha- they pluck the string all the time and their bow isn't tuned and I'm like like and I want to say to them like yes you should be working on mental management but the two of them sort of grow together yeah kind of have to address one while you're doing the other you can't just walk in and and take there's going to be benefits, but you're kind of missing the optimum growth. If you don't have a certain basic level of understanding and ability with what you're working on, you know, and as a barebow shooter, because barebow is still, still a little raw and unrefined in some ways, because it's, it, I think we're just seeing, we're just seeing the potential in barebow. I think for years, Dammer has all, and he still is, sort of the the pinnacle of 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 consistency and accuracy and but we're starting to see people knock down those doors of of not chipping away at that benchmark that he he in some ways has made um and but they're there's sometimes they just want to skip right to being that good and they don't realize like it it's it's a it's it's a marathon it's not a it's not a it's not a sprint and those two things have to grow together. Um, you know, and, and what do you, do you have any more thoughts on that or, 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 you know, that you can maybe just elaborate to in when it comes to archery in general? Well, I, I think that in a, in a, in a, in a perfect world, um, I would love to be able to say that, every person who wants to take up a sport would understand what you just said is that, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take up a sport. Well, let's see. Now I've got to, I've got to, I've got to do, I've got to find somebody that, that to teach me the skill, what, to, what to physically do. I have to find somebody that teaches me about uh, taking care of my equipment or choosing the right equipment. And I have to take somebody that that's going to tell me how to think. And, and, and I have to have, I have to have that. And, and, and maybe, maybe everything else that's important that uh, uh, nutrition, fitness, things like that, strength, all, you know, all, all, all these things. And, and, but what tends to happen is, is people tend still even though a lot's been read about this, a lot's been talked about, they they tend to eliminate. Uh, they don't look at it as a whole picture. They look at it as okay. I'm just going to go do the fun, the thing that's fun, and the thing that's fun is to draw a bow and pull and and and, and release a shot, and and uh, until it doesn't, until it's not fun anymore. 
-hmm. It's not fun because you're doing something bad wrong and, and you're getting bad results and you, and and you, you, you don't like bad results. Uh, And I think people appreciate things in direct proportion, the price they pay for them. So, uh, if your goals are high, you're going to pay a high price. If your if your if your task is hard, you're going to pay a higher price than a task that's easy. So, but your your appreciation of it is going to grow, yeah. and so that's that's a key. And, and people, the smart people are the people that realize. You know, if you ask any top performer in any sport, and I ask a lot of them, I ask this question a lot, and it's it's in almost all of our work is that what percentage of your sport is mental? I'm talking about a top performer answering this, the top 5% of it does 95% of the winning. You ask them, what percentage of your sport's mental? You know what the number I get back most often? My sport's 90% mental. That's, that's what I get back, 90%. And, 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 and you think, well, why do all the top people say that? It, and and why do the people who are just getting started in it don't uh, almost ignore it or if or do ignore it? Yeah, you know I'm 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 going to go I'm going to go I'm going to go Bobo probably the wrong one first, but I'm going to Bobo because I, I'm not going to go to an instructor first. First thing that you should do is find the most the best instructor you can afford, and the second thing you should do is, is buy the best equipment you can afford, and 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 then. And then you you better start looking at some way to to at least have a game plan to get the thing that the top shooters think is more important than all the others, or that they say it's ninety percent of the game. I I personally don't believe that. I think it's a hundred percent of the game, and I think equipment's a hundred percent of the game, and I think form is a hundred percent of the game. And I, th- I'm glad you, you said know, that. I mean, okay. it, it it's 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 you can't shoot without good equipment. You can't shoot without skills. Yeah. You can't. Uh, but but uh, so, I, I think. But, but I think don't the- don't get don't dro- drop drop an essential part of it, but just or wait, wait and put it off. Uh, until uh, you know, you you hear this this said sometimes. It's not said so much anymore. It's pretty much been debunked. But that you don't have to worry about the mental game right now. You can you know get get your form down first. Oh no! Well, how many years are you going to take to get your form down? What 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 is that definition? That changes the the goals post changes as you get better. So the next thing you know, you've been shooting for fifteen years and you still haven't got your form down. And yet, but you've been making mental mistakes that you could have corrected day one, mm-hmm. but now you now they're embedded. Now now you're it's like you to make those mistakes. It's hard yeah. to get rid of that. Instead of, instead of describing it as a hundred percent for each, I my analogy has always been thirty three point three, thirty three point three percent mental, thirty three point three percent physical, thirty three points. You can you can call it whatever you want, but yet they all they all have the same amount of value in the end. You, you still have to do all of them 100% to be the best. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what it is. That's right. That's right. And I'll tell you how important self-image is. No. We talk, we talk a lot about, talk a lot about self-image. And, and people say, well, what is that? What's that? Well, let me, let me, I'm going to explain self-image this way. Let's say that you and I are in a, uh, in a tournament and, and we tie and we've got to shoot off or something for the, for the, for the, for the, for the win. And you think you can beat me. And I think you can beat me. You're it's both. pretty much over for me, isn't it? 
Yep. You know, that, that, that's self-image. If, 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 uh, if a, an, an Olympic archery, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're in this battle, this one-on-one battle in the Olympic round, you're, you're in this one-on-one battle with, with, with your, with your opponent and they shoot a shot and you shoot a shot and all this kind of stuff and, and scores in your face and you've got a crowd and all, 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 all that, all that kind of stuff. And it's just wonder. It's, it's a wonderful thing to watch. It's, it's, uh, uh, and, and there's the finals in a lot of Olympic sports are, are, are like that, where there's, they try to in, in, try to make the pressure as intense as they possibly can because they don't want a weak champion. And, and the guys that compete in it don't want to be weak at all. And so you, you get down to the point to where, uh, and I'm not saying that, that uh, so, sometimes the best shooter in, uh, or sometimes the best golfer uh, doesn't win a tournament because if he had a, a bad start round in bad weather and a start time and, and in bad weather and he played okay but in bad weather, but, but if everybody had been, shoot, been playing at the same time he was playing, well, he, he would have, he would have gained a bunch of, bunch of, of, of points. Sure. But in, when you're, when you're standing side by side in, in, uh, in, in the Olympics at the, shooting at the same time on the same target with, with, with a guy who can take you out or you can take him out to advance, there is, there is no difference. Uh, you are, you're in it, uh, with, with him. I, I just think all these kind of things come together in the sport. And if you don't like this thing, you know, there's uh, so many other ways that you can enjoy shooting, uh, besides, uh, you know, if you, okay, if, if rifle's not your thing, there's shotgun, if shotgun's not your thing, there's archery, if archery's not your thing, there's, there's bowling. I mean, the bowling's a shooting sport, golf's a shooting sport. You know, it, it's all about, you against the target, whatever that target is. And uh, um, so uh, we're just glad to be a part of it and be able to, uh, I can't shoot anymore. I'm too old, kind of blind and deaf, but, uh, but I can, maybe I can help somebody uh, get their dream. Well, that's a great segue. So uh, you talked about it a little bit before. So where can people who watch the podcast, obviously I'll put it in the show notes. Um, where can they find you? Um, follow what mental management systems is doing, participate in, in the trainings and the opportunities that are out there. Um, And we might have to make this, uh, you might have to come back, Lanny, because I know there's going to be some response to this and people are going to, you know, people are going to want, want to know more information and, you know, your name already, you know, is fluid throughout our treat, the archery community as it is. So, where, where can people find you and, and we can lead them toward in the show notes. All right. So the best thing to, for you to do is to go to, to mentalmanagement.com and you're probably going to get a pop, a pop up there to where you can sign up for our update. And our update has all of our webinars and all, 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 all the things that we're doing. And it, it, it's kind of a weekly update. It's not a long, it's not, a, it doesn't take up a lot of your time, but, it, but it'll just let you know if you want to see it 
what what we're what we're doing and and you wouldn't want to miss a webinar if you just because you didn't know about it so so it, it's it's on there the other thing that you can do is we're starting up uh we we just started uh uh putting out weekly updates on our youtube channel which is uh it's probably uh, with winning in mind or mental management uh, channel. The other thing is we're about to roll out a Patreon uh, program where uh, if you're willing to support us uh, financially, like a $10 a month or things okay. like that, for $10 a month, you can get, you can get access to, to hundreds of articles that we've written about the mental game for $10 a month. Yeah. And, and then for maybe for $20 a month, you get, some special videos that we've we've done and and uh for thirty dollars a month you get uh a uh you get to come to one of our question and answer a live question and answer programs that we do and anyway we've got a patreon so so by by coming in there we we hope that we're finding people uh some some level of investment that they're comfortable with but they're they're able to feel comfortable about about uh, going wherever they, their budget and their goals uh, let them go. That's outstanding. I run a piece. And you can always co contact me at, uh, at Lanny at Mental Management, and uh, uh, and while we can direct you uh, uh, someplace else, uh, if, if, if if we you specifically want have a have a question, if you if you call if you ask me a a counseling question. Uh, I, I probably will refer you to a, a, a we have a free 20 minute consultation where, where I actually it's just tells you what the options are and we'll help you decide on the options that we can do for you. If, if you, if you, wow. and that's free, that's free, but uh, obviously we're in the business of selling information for a living. So we can't give everything away. So sure. absolutely. So. Yeah. That the Patreon, I encourage everybody. We have Patreon supporters um, for the Barabel Project as well, and, and and it's a great platform for people who who are passionate about something um, that helps them. Um, and you know, Barabel is definitely a, it's its own little world, its own little community. Um, and there's some awesome people that are supportive through Patreon memberships. And we do the same thing with them: special videos. Um, special updates. I uh, did a full triggerless shot series on there, all for them and and stuff like that. And you know, it's good that you're doing that because I think you're gonna you're gonna see some support through that. As a matter of fact, you'll probably see me coming because my name comes sliding through there before you know it. So, good. Um, you know, we'll we'll talk some more about that. But thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for coming on the Barabel Project. Um, I I really would like to maybe collaborate a little bit more as we move forward, you know, and maybe do like a, maybe we can do like a Q and a Barbo style thing um, down the road when you have time, because I know you're busy and you, know, you guys have a ton going on. So, um, but thanks so much for coming on. I will make sure that your information is in the show notes so that all of our subscribers and listeners can go and check that out. Okay, sir. Sounds good. All, All right. right. Well, Thanks goodbye. so much. Take care. Yep. We'll see you soon. All right.